And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is a premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Oop, I'm back. <laughs> I, I'm on autopilot when I do that. Welcome to episode 244.5. This is an interview I had with the wonderful Matt Bronger, baby. Uh, this is the second time I've spoken to him. In fact, I remember the first time I spoke to Matt. It was years ago when I I think after the second year of the podcast, uh, and he was promoting one of his uh, his his latest album at the time, especially at the time, and we uh, chatted, and I was and I had nowhere to do it, and I did it in my car, and I remember uh, turning the engine off, but turning on the lights, and it was very dark outside, uh, and. I had, I was holding my phone and the recorder, or no, 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 excuse me, I put those on the dash and I was sitting so close to them and I was just like, oh, hey, Mr. Matt, how you doing? <laughs> He's trying to talk to him. It was great. He gave me like 20 minutes, 20 or 30 minutes, um, or I took 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> this time we are talking about his new uh, special, Doug, which is out. You can purchase it on uh, Moment which is a great platform uh, for uh, uh, for specials for for things digitally. Uh, that truly, that's not that's not any writing that is on uh, in front of me. That is me actually saying that because I uh, enjoy it. I like the moment. They um, the Doughboys have their. This is the second time I'm talking about them. I I just recorded the podcast prior to this, and this is the second time I talk about this or them and as a company or people or whatever the podcast. But they've had li- they had live shows, uh, uh, you know, periodically throughout the major part of the pandemic. Major part of the pandemic. That's a joke from High Match Your Mother. Anyway, you can buy it on Moment right now, or if you want to do the audio album release and TVOD, that's available October twenty fifth, and then AVOD as well as the uh, eight hundred pound. Uh, I'm sorry, I think it's Gorilla. Um, or because it says eight eight hundred PGM, um, but you can find that on the YouTube channel for the eight hundred PGM YouTube channel. So if you want to uh, wait until December first, do that. If you want to buy it now, go to Moment. If you want a TVOD and uh, the audio release, uh, then go to uh, wait on October twenty fifth, uh, which means you can probably listen to it on uh, Spotify and whatnot. Bronger's a great comedian. He's a very nice guy. Very funny. Uh, although we did spend a lot of time talking about uh, two different things. One, the uh, how audiences don't know how to act coming back after the major part of the pandemic. Uh, people, please, just sit and watch a show. Like, you don't need to talk. You don't need to bother people. Nobody wants to hear your take. We're here to listen to this comedian, and that's it. I that is from me, that is from my mouth, and that is from every other performer's mouth in the world. Stop it, Jesus. Um, and we talked about the young woman who uh, had her. She was on stage, and uh, and somebody threw a beer at her. Uh, but we had a whole discussion about that. Uh, and then we also talked about horror movies and and everything. Uh, he's a big horror head, uh, and. <laughs> Did I just coin a new term? <laughs> anyway, Bronco's a big horror head. Uh, and I'm sure he'll appreciate that. <laughs> so we, we also chatted about 
some of the recent thing projects that he's seen that are uh, horror infused. But we're also talking about his new special comedy special. I don't think I've ever said the name. It's Doug. It's called Doug. That's what it's called. Doug. Doug. Let me just get it out of the way. Doug. Covers fatherhood, appreciation of hot dudes, his marriage to a pirate woman. Uh, his wife's name is uh, Kara or Kara, and they also have a daughter, Rose. Uh, that is at the bottom of the press release. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and other things. They talk about other things. It's great. It's a funny special. I, I, uh, I listen to it. I listen to a lot of it. And um, it's uh, and again, I will not recommend anything I don't like. So, uh, And I will not talk to people I don't like. <laughs> so here I am. I'm talking about Matt Bronger, and I'm recommending Doug. So check it out. If you want to follow Matt Bronger online, go to mattbronger.com. Follow him on Twitter at Bronger, B-R-A-U-N-G-N-G-E-R. B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. Jesus Christ, Chad. <laughs> follow him on Facebook, uh, Matt Bronger. You can see a picture of his cute little girl uh, with the scariest gnome in the world while she's watching Sesame Street. Sorry. Uh, follow him on Instagram at Bronger and follow him on TikTok. We also talk about TikTok at Real Matt Bronger. Uh, we all, you know, I know we talked about what else we talked about. He's got really well. He play, he pays somebody to do this. Yeah, he admitted, but he's got really well produced. Uh, um, what's it called? Um, uh, videos on TikTok and Instagram. Like they're fantastically produced. It's uh, it's it's so well done, and that's all we need. Any Hoosers, Bronger, Doug, we're about to get into it as we speak. The next voices you will hear are Chad and Matt Bronger. Here we go. Uh, how was it? Uh, you just you just got back from what? The um, uh, where where were you? Twin Cities or? Yeah, I was at uh, San, a place called Laugh Camp in St. Paul. It was it was okay. great. It was wow. Great. Okay, that's good. What was it? Uh, so this was the, that was the. Was that you promoting Doug, or was that you? No, no, it was just plain old uh, shows. So okay. uh, two Friday, two Saturday. Yeah, it was wow. just it's a it's a great little club there that's relatively new. That's in um in in St. Paul. Yeah. Almost all the comedy typically goes on in Minneapolis of the two yeah. cities. So it's kind of cool to be over on the other side of things. It was it was it was nice. It's a good spot. Do you all you have good crowds out there? Yeah, yeah, we it was it was decent, especially because there's a um at the time there's a comedy festival going on in Minneapolis that had a bunch of stuff, and it was one of those things I was having trouble moving the needle, and then I real that found out that weekend. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, it's it's it, this business is so interesting. How uh, I'll I'll go, oh, why why aren't they selling that well? I've been promoting this thing, and I'll find out there's another act that's similar to me, mm-hmm. or that we have a lot of the same van- fans. Not similar to me, we have a lot of the same fans. And uh, they're 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 bigger than I am, and I'm like, ugh, just just dumb luck, you know. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, it's it's so interesting how now, especially now, you have to market yourself in such a way that not only should your fans know about it, but even like the potential new people that you have to find on TikTok or on uh, right. Instagram or you know uh, however they find it. But I mean, yeah, but now the the big thing is TikTok, and I see your Instagram is just full of these. Um, very well produced uh, videos, but I think that takes a lot of effort in order to to get that out there and promote yourself like that. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things you kind of have to uh, jump on the bus. You have to kind of get with the times. Uh, it was one of, one of those things I was kind of bucking the trend for the longest time, where I was like, I just don't. I I, I will say it is a, it is a lot of work, but I I have someone else do it for me. You know, <laughs> like that's just to be fair. I don't want it. 
out there that I'm like, because I know, I know, I know people who do it themselves. Like uh, Fahim Anwar does all his own social media stuff, and it's all amazing. So I will give him full credit in that regard. But it's it, you, you have to continuously put out uh, something. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's it doesn't all have to be slickly produced. And there are some of us that put out way, way, way more than others. But um, yeah, it is. It's just it's unavoidable as far as I'm concerned, especially when you're, um, you know, just a, a working comic and not, uh, 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 you know, a, a massive name. Let's yeah. Say. Yeah. I, it's, it's, uh, well, you know, we'll take, you know, Gabriel Iglesias. He, uh, mm-hmm. he, he's like, he's one of the big, if not the biggest comedian in the world. And yeah. I, I can only assume that, yes, he has a team of people behind him just throwing all the small stuff out there, but it's, it's you and, you know, a couple of other people and you've got to choose, okay, well, this clip is going to be perfect for this day. And this is like, Oh, something happened today that I have in my act that uh, from a couple of years ago that would work out or something that I've used recently. Uh, It's tough. I I completely understand how you have to be, you know, stay on top of all this. Yeah. It's, 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 it's tricky, but it's good. It's good to, Thankfully, I can kind of set aside a couple bucks to, you know, pay someone to to work with me on that, you know, exactly, rather than kind of uh, 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 try and I and I've tried to do it myself. It just I don't have that skill set where yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm I, I'm not left brained enough or whatever you want to call it in terms of producing, making the content look. In, uh, you know acceptable to the level that people want to look at it for one of another <laughs> term you know yeah you're the you're the person that that tells the jokes that comes up with the the absurdist humor and then you get it out there and then someone else handles the the that other stuff the business that stuff. is correct yes yeah. Yes. What so how is how has it been, you know, having this special? I know it's not the I don't think the, the video's not out, right? Like you have to go to Moment and purchase it. Yeah, yeah, it 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 uh it is it's it's out, but you basically have to buy a ticket, which is what Moment does. They they uh, make things into events. So I put my special on there. Um uh a, a couple comics have done it before me. There's some more comics doing it. And the thing the thing that's cool about them is that they kind of uh, the the lion's share of, of all the stuff sold go to the artist and okay. I own this special and you know still kind of covering costs on in terms of making it uh, mm-hmm. have, having have having had make made it um so it's it, that's that's just where it lives right now and okay. I don't know where it'll be next it won't be anywhere else anytime um in the next week or two or three or four but Right. Uh, if people want to see it now, that's that's where it, that's kind of where it lives. So it's kind of like I'm just going to take it and and put it put it where it goes. But yeah, it's it's uh it's it's available now. It's called Doug. Yes, so, and yes. you know I I really I like Moment as a as a company. I was introduced to them uh, basically because of the pandemic, uh, where mm-hmm. a couple of live shows were hosted on there, and cool. it was it would they were held handled really well. And so I I do tr- if you trust them, then I trust them as well. And uh, I'm glad that people can support it in a way that you can get some of the money and recoup of uh, the things that you put into it. So that that's very good to hear. Yeah, and it's one of those things I could see. You know, the more I think about it, like because you know I have a two year old, I'm in my forties. You know, I go out, but I don't. You know, like I love staying in too. And I think it, it's I could see myself finding things on moment and be like, oh, I'll watch that concert from the comfort of my couch. Yes. You know, I mean. One of the best times 
I remember uh, last couple of years was was having uh, hosting um, Couchella, where we watched Coachella from my couch, yeah. and you can you know go to the YouTube pages and flip from stage to stage, and it's 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 pretty fun. It's pretty cool. So anyway. Yeah, no, I, I love that too. That and uh, Bonnaroo, because that, that introduced me to so many people that I've yeah. never seen before, but mm -hmm. I could do it at home and not be sick <laughs> and not get <laughs> sick from everybody. And yeah, uh, that, that was awesome. That was great. Um, mm -hmm. But but Doug, you've been working on, I'm not calling you Doug, <laughs> I'm calling you Matt. Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't you. Uh, but you, you've been working on, uh, how long you've been working on this? Because I did you have to, were you going to shoot this in 2020? And then yeah, the and down happened? Okay. Yeah, and then everything, and then everything locked down, and uh, my wife had our kid, and I basically became a stay-at-home dad. And a lot of that material I threw away, um, and then kind of generated more. And, and you know, I, I was talking with somebody about this uh, recently, and they were like, "Well, why would you just throw it away?" And I was kind of like, "Well, I, I kind of just put it aside because I wasn't as in love with it as much anymore." But also, I was tired of it. And there were, you know, there's a couple bits I've had every time I've done a special, and I think every other comic is like this too, that you're like, well, I have to kind of make myself love this one last time just to get it on tape, and then I, I can never do it again because I hate it. Nothing wrong with the joke. You've just done it so many times. Right. You know, you've, you've, you've built it and carved it and polished it and shined it, and then you've shown it to people, and then you just want to take a rock to it and break it in half and never see it again because, you know, it's it's funny. I uh, I love uh, Brian Regan, and he used to do a thing where he would do his whole whole act and go, "Hey, is there anything I didn't do?" And people would call out stuff, and I remember going, you know, and I think I I think I I've done that once or twice uh, just to try it, but I I don't really know how most of my old bits go because they're right. all kind of convoluted stories, and I've kind of. Uh, 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 mentally blocked them a little mm -hmm. bit. So yeah, I definitely, it, in terms of how long it's it's been, I mean, I was ready to go in, in 2020. So some of that stuff is from 2019 and then uh, recorded in 2021. So, you know, some of it's a year old, some of it's a couple months old, some of it's two years old. So, yeah. yeah, you know. I think that's good. I, that's good that you can ad like address that to yourself and go, I'm not really feeling this anymore. This this joke, even if it's a a good five minute chunk, and and you can mm -hmm. feel confident and and redevelop uh, some more stuff, uh, either coming from that or around it. Or I mean, that's that's always a good thing. Uh, what? All right. So so you made so you got the special out, and yep. do you ever do you ever feel as though that some of the some of the bits will never uh, stand up? to the test of time or something that won't ever, you know, like if like, okay, the audience here enjoyed it, but they are fans of me. Do you ever think that, right. you know, if I ever put this out, oh, this isn't going to fly well or anything of that nature? Yeah, always. There's always jokes that you you really think are, are super fun and everything, but they just, you can't find a way to make them land for one, 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 for one reason or another. That's always uh, the case. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, it's just an ever-changing, um, constant personal evolution in terms of reconciling the stuff. Like most of the stuff, if you're a working comic that you think, oh, I really like this, someone will like it. You know, but every once in a while, there's that one that just you just can't um, get people on, on board with or you don't. Someone else might sell it better. You don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all the time for sure. 
Yeah. Is it is it hard? Is it tough to you know when you're when you're getting out when you're getting rid of bits? Well, I'm not saying great getting rid, but when you stop doing them, when you're done doing those jokes, to uh, you know, it's hard you know later on to remember them. But is it hard to purge them? Because you know that's something that you it's kind of like a safety blanket. You like you you have mm. those jokes. You know they're funny. I I think of like you know, uh, uh, but you also get sick of them. I think of like you know Hugh Jackman doing the music man and i think oh my god he's got to do this for six months and he's right. like he's not going to forget you know in month seven when he's done doing it he's still going to be tap dancing at home i i hope you know i think yeah 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 <laughs> for sure but it, it i mean i think it just comes back to you you have you can't you can't really fake it live you have to find a way to like it you have to find something in it you know that that uh um you you loved. I mean, it's like I did I did musicals in like in in college or excuse me in high school a little bit in college, but like I mostly did plays. And I remember just doing plays, you know, not on the level of of Broadway, but mm-hmm. you have to first of all you're operating at an insanely high level that you somehow have to get used to, and also you have to find the the you have to find the joy in it, or you have to you have to tap into whatever makes it worth it for you. Like this is a strange. Uh, thing to mention, but I can always tell when I've been on a T when I've guested on a TV show and I meet someone in the cast who used to do Broadway, mm. uh, you know, specifically um, uh, young women, you know, mm-hmm. cause you know, there's, there's, there's always, uh, you know, young, not young, but like, let's say younger than um, 40 uh, women. And um, here's, here's, here's the thing. They're in incredible shape. Like you can okay. see their, their arms are toned. Yeah, uh, they're like they almost look like Olympians, and I only say it, it singles out with the women because I'm just like, my God, look at those guns! Like you don't have huge muscles, but like you're just you're you're in, in, in a specimen. Like you look like you teach Pilates, whereas men, it's just like yeah, you see fit dudes all the time that are yeah. leading men that are acting and you know stuff like that. But there's just something about that where, and the reason why they're like that is because. You, the physical stamina required to do musicals, you know, I mean, I think probably Hugh Jackman probably had the same body he had in Wolverine as he had in Music Man because you're yeah. just, you're kicking and spinning around and all this crazy stuff. You know, it, it just, you don't, it's not, I guess, I guess long story long, what I'm saying is no matter what you, people can tell when you're phoning it in mm. and, and it's like, especially now in the, in this, in this era of people you know, tweeting stuff out or blogging or, you know, it'll be like, I was thinking about that, how like now people be like, oh, so-and-so forgot his line. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like the pressure because someone's seen that play or that musical, you know, like dozens of times. Yeah. And they love it and they don't want to see anything different. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's God. It's just, it's so impressive. It's so yeah. impressive. The, I mean, the 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 work that any performer puts in to me is just and, it, and like you said, you can't you can't fake that. You can't fake that. And it's just it's amazing because, yeah, it's when you go to a concert and uh, somebody messes up uh, their own verse and then they, right. they, 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 there's two things they can either do. They can either acknowledge it and like laugh it off or they could just right. skip right over it. Sure. And, and I've never seen someone skip right over it, but I've seen the people acknowledge it and mess up and then, you know, continue on and and just and give try to give that tour de force performance and right. i mean you know to, to bring it back to comedy i mean mm-hmm. it's is if someone knows your 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 joke you know word for word brian regan yeah 
if if I can quote Pop Tart, that Pop Tart joke, yeah, and he messes something up, you know, I I in my head I would be like, oh, he's he screwed this one up, and and, uh-huh. and, and it would it would it would suck, you know, even to point that out to him. And it happens. I mean, it it happens all over the place. I mean, comedians luckily can kind of play it off for the most part and be like, oh, it's I do it differently now or whatever, or I I will I will. You know, I'm just going to add this or add that. Like I had, I had this thing over the past weekend where I had a my second set on Friday. I had these two dudes that would not stop yelling stuff, and yeah. I tamped it down, tamped it down, tamped it down, taped it down. Made it, made fun of them in a good natured way. Finally, was just like, "Look, guys, you got to stop." And the crowd's yelling at them. Yeah. People are turning around and going, "Shut the f up!" And I finally had to walk them. And it, it was one of those things that was like, you know, I really, I felt like I handled it perfectly. I felt everyone told me that, but I didn't really reconcile with how it was going to kind of first, I got on stage the second night and I already had some stuff I was dealing with mm-hmm. and I had a real, I will say like so, so to rough set. I mean, it, by the second, by the, th- th- the final third, I was getting them. I was people were it was people were having fun and stuff, but it, yeah. it took me a long time to get my legs underneath me, and that I have I have not had that happen to me in a long time. And all I can think is, I I I wasn't I wasn't freaked out that anyone would yell something or anything like that, but it was just such a surreal experience mm-hmm. having to go literally because this place doesn't have security; they can't afford it. Right. You know, it's a small venue. You know, they're barely hanging on post-pandemic. This bartender had to go tap him on the shoulder and have him kind of push him out. Hmm. And it was one of those things that it, it just not. And I had a great day. Went to farmers market, all that jazz wasn't even on my mind. But just when I got back on that stage, it was almost like this tiny degree of post-traumatic experience just tripped me, and it just kept tripping me. Where I'd set up a joke and then forget where it was going, and then have to kind of improvise. And it was like. It was just surreal and weird. Yeah. So it just it just taught me that you just you don't know. I mean, I, I, I was I was talking with someone about how um Beanie Fieldstein, who um was on the um Funny She girl. told the story on a podcast how she was on the 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 uh the revival of Hello Dolly with uh Bette Midler and talk about uh Broadway like the huge stakes yeah. and her co-star uh, at one point, I guess he had diarrhea or something or or like had a sick stomach and like didn't make it to the stage when they're both supposed to run together and start this dance. So she kind of just rocked back and forth and the and the, the band just watched and they're like, okay, okay, when he comes out, we'll start. And the guy came out and they did their dance. It's just shit it just happens. Yeah. You know, and I'm drawing a strange correlation between my my mental block and and that. But it's just like it just it just does. Yeah, you know, like if you do it long enough, you can you can kind of roll with the punches, and you just mm-hmm. you have to. That's live. That's what happens with anything live, you know. And you know, you you telling that story and and you know relating it to to Beanie's uh, situation, it makes me it makes me think. I, I the audience needs to have a little bit more patience when it comes to a performer who is. I mean, because right, anything can happen, and and a right. performer, you know, yeah, we pay for the tickets, and we're we, you know, we take the time off from our lives to enjoy this two to three hour thing. But yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, that other person on the stage or the other people on the stage are human beings, 
And right. they do have days like this. And, you know, when some when some jerk offs are in the crowd right. screaming at you, yelling at you, or uh, there was that that young lady this past weekend who had a beer thrown at her <sighs> and then she chugged it like she had she was she was so up like, you know, Michelle Obama says so well. we take the high road. Yeah, she 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 did so perfectly because I would have responded with anger because, you of know, course. it's of I course. Mean, it, it's just ridiculous how how it's especially especially now coming out of the worst part of the pandemic where people just don't know how to act it seems and there there are there are more than not and like i i i really felt a kinship with her um because uh you know she went through far worse than me but i had two dudes who you know i mean i i i would have bet money they were less than 30 would have bet good money that these guys were you know two dudes who are roommates who kind of spent the weekend getting blackout drunk right and turns out they were in their 50s they were definitely blackout drunk but yeah that that when i heard that that just made me go what it what is happening because even then i mean my my cousin and uh, his wife were in the front row mm-hmm. and they were some of the people turning and kind of yelling at these guys and like uh, uh, when I when I left, they were still in the bar, and wow. then they got then they got finally got kicked out. The bartender came out. It's like, what are these guys doing here? Get them the yeah. f out, you know. But it was one of those things where I feel like that sort of situation is what comedians can deal with really really well because we do have this deep well of, um, you know, we 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 can find every reason inside ourselves to not do what we do. And go this is ridiculous when someone stands up and says this is ridiculous you're like you don't even know how ridiculous it is you dumb piece of, you know like that that's what makes us kind of you know and like i snapped on these guys good naturedly and got everyone kind of laughing i wanted them to laugh along but they wouldn't Ugh. and they had this idea of like you know uh, uh they they were saying the, to the the bartenders like oh, i remember when comedians could just handle anything and, it's, and the guy's like he did he kicked you out like you know don't you understand but hers was I mean that was an exp- that w- that was violence. Yeah, this person threw something at her at a woman. Yeah, like I've I've had stuff thrown at me, not a beer, nothing that would hurt, but so many comedians have had the the the, the beer projectile, and yeah. and a lot of it, to your point, has been in the last two years, where people just you you talk about one thing, uh, typically you know who, and people throw stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. you know, I, I I won't I won't make any comments about why that might be or anything, but it's it. I mean, proofs in the pudding. You know, I don't I don't think <laughs> people make fun of him a lot, but I don't think anyone has thrown a beer in defense of Biden. I will I will bet good money on that. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's Uncle Joe. You're talking trash about. Like I don't think that's <laughs> happening. I really don't think that. <laughs> like, and if they did, it'd be like a craft beer, like a locally brewed craft beer. Just... And they would they would throw it against the wall next to themselves. They would get more like glass and stuff. Like I did that to make a point. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> I, I that was a good. I, I was Sierra Nevada, one of the last independent breweries. I God. <laughs> It's, you know, that reminds me, um, the, this is pre pandemic, but I saw Jimmy Pardo here in Atlanta oh, and nice. a woman would not stop talking. And then, <laughs> and then now this would, the, the latest one was I saw Mulaney here in Atlanta, uh, maybe like four or five months ago. 
and he he would it was it was a it was a fairly big venue and this person would not stop standing up and like I mean quite frankly and this is and I'm black so I can say this he he was treating it like it was a deaf a deaf jam show and he was standing up you know know exactly what you mean he's like go go on John go on John until eventually John had to you know turn and he said that he said this this like he said uh in in the most John Mulaney way you're kind of pissing me off and (laughs) and then eventually those people were escorted out but I I just I mean, nobody was having fun. No, at that point, like yeah. everybody's trying to watch John, but the people in our section were just like, "Dude, you got to give it a rest. You got to give hard. it hard." Yeah, it's just, it's just obliviousness. I mean, I've I've said this in my act. It's like people ask me, "Do I get hecklers?" And you don't. Not much. It's more someone that just isn't aware of how loud they're being by themselves. Mm-hmm. People are talking in the silent moments where you're setting the joke up, and they. They think it's they, it's just like, no, but I'm out. I'm allowed to do this. And if they had any clue of how, you know, I, 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 I have an expression I use called invisible drunk, where people are so drunk they don't realize how they look. And, you know, they're just like eating off other people's plates. It's like, hey, hey, man. You know, like it's – it's and I, and I call it that because it's, it's – they don't – I remember, you know, it's been a long time. But I remember having that feeling where you just feel like you're floating in a cloud. And that's what that person is. They're just, you know, the gentleman you met who's standing up and yelling, you know, and 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 this person talking to Pardo is that it it's this it's this crushing lack of self-awareness. Sometimes it's just someone who's like, I paid and I get to do anything I want. It's kind of like people who go to like an independent restaurant and the person didn't bring them a fork and they one star. And yeah. It's like, well, what was wrong with the food or the service? Oh, nothing. But this one, it's like oh you're such a pos like that drives me crazy yeah it's this it's this level of entitlement you know and whether it whether it's alcohol induced or not that's really what it is it's just pure entitlement and yeah you're you're ruining for everyone you know (laughs) exactly i is it's i mean it's insane how uh, but yeah anyway uh i guess we should continue talking about doug sure (laughs) whatever yeah i'm I'm gonna talk about anything man yeah me me too i just don't i just don't like you know i yeah, I go to a lot of concerts now, and and every time I see people act that way, it's just uh, it baffles me. It baffles. Yeah, me. yeah. But I, but I stand. But I go. You know, I go to concerts alone. So I was. I'll like uh, like last week. I saw Carly Rae Jepsen, and oh, yeah. I I stood. You know, at like basically by the front door, just waiting to go. And I and since I was there alone, I was watching everybody and how they interacted. And uh, I had a mask on and everything, but it it felt it felt like I was uh, an outsider. I felt I felt like I was an alien, you know, just yeah. just observing everybody. But uh, Carly was great. She did a fantastic job, and she really played to that crowd. And that I, I it's awesome. A and B. I give you a lot of credit for going alone. I I have a lot of people come see me by themselves, and I always say if I if I see them in the crowd, I'm like, hey, you by yourself? Are you here alone? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, give him a hand. Give this guy a hand. You know, I would say that or give her a hand. You know, because I, I think that takes a lot of it. It takes a lot of guts, but I think it's fantastic. People don't think about how how fantastic that is. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I just started going to movies by myself when I was in high school, and I loved it because I'm just like I can I can just get more popcorn if I want. I can move seats mid show. There's no one around. It doesn't matter. You know, uh, I, I really loved that, and and. And, and it's the same thing with I don't I haven't I haven't been to a lot. I'll go to comedy shows alone, of course, but um, I haven't been to a lot. I needed to go to more 
more concerts, you know, if my, my, my wife, you know, can't go or is out of town or I can't get a friend to go. I mean, I, there's times I'll like, I was thinking about going that, but then no one can go with me. And so I don't go, but it's like, yeah, you, you have just as much fun. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, if anything, you'll, you'll increase your sensory awareness yes. because no one's talking to you. Yep. So I give you, I give you a lot of credit for that. That's really cool. Yeah, I love it. I love, I love getting to a concert or to a show and, you know, uh, you know, taking my, of course, my requisite picture, my one picture or so, or video or whatever, <laughs> and, and, and enjoying the time to myself. I spent money on one ticket instead of two. And it's yeah. that money you save, you can put it towards a, a $14 hot dog or something. And <laughs> yeah. you're, just, you're just enjoying yourself. And it's so fun. Like I, I love going to movies alone too. And like, that's how I've seen I, a lot of comedy movies when they used to come out in theaters. That's what mm -hmm. I saw. Like the yeah. house, that's how I saw the house. Uh, they oh, yeah. came together and it was a Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, just popping that theater and you're the only person who wants to see this movie starring a bunch of, you know, alt comedians, but it's fun. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Oh, and I, 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 I wish that they, the thought I had the other day was I wish, cause I had a really full afternoon, but I had nothing in the morning. And I'm just like, I wish there were more, I wish movies showed in the morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> movie yes. theaters. I want to go, I want to go and, and enjoy my coffee buzz and watch something fun, yes. you know? And it just, nope, you can't because of course not. They they can't justify it. It'd just be for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For for the for the people who are who are like, uh, I don't have a regular job, but I can exactly. I can do whatever I want and like at any point of the day. I yeah. if a movie theater opened at 10 a.m. and the first showing was at 10.05, I uh. think that they would have like they wouldn't have a lot of people, but they would have a good contingency of, you know, people who are like, I've I'm a doctor and I'm never gonna be able to see Jurassic World Dominion. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, I I work nights. Or, yeah, I work yeah, nights. Yeah. My my shift starts at like two p.m. or something. Exactly. Yes, yes. I I I I that I yearn for the day that that happens. You know, that's what you know. If, uh, Quentin Tarantino owns a a, a theater in in L A. So he mm -hmm. should open up. He should open it up at ten a.m. L A. time. Yeah, it's the the Beverly Center. It's it's an incredible uh, repertory uh, theater, and he he owns in my neighborhood uh, the Vista because he bought it. Because uh, it was going to get sold for to build condos or something, and he bought it, and it's still my favorite theater in the world, and uh, I can't wait till he brings it back. And but like, yeah, that one, it's a single screen theater, but it's all Egyptian Art Deco on the inside, and um, every the rows are about seven feet apart, so wow. you can sit there with your legs out, you know, uh, eating your popcorn, and someone can walk past you and sit in the same row and never they just go around your feet. It's that the best. Is amazing. That's the it's Vista. The He's not. It's not open yet. It no. It it it, it closed down uh, during the pandemic, and then they were going to do renovations, and then they we're talking about they were going to sell the whole building. Oh. It's a real prime area of real estate. Uh, but then he bought it, which thank God. And I uh, and it's because I just I've seen so much awesome stuff uh, there, and yeah, it's great. So anyway, <laughs> what's the what's the last um, show or movie that you watched that's had stuck with you? Oh, um, uh, okay. Two part answer. Uh, in terms of like, holy crap, what a great movie. I would say Prey. Oh yeah. Uh, I really thought that cause I, I'm a big Predator fan and I really, you know, it's one of those things where I was like, how are they going to make this work? And I think they really made it work and it was a great story. And it was, it just hit all these great notes where it was kind of, you know, this, 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 
I loved how this woman was trying to be a warrior and everyone was kind of like, why you're a woman? And it wasn't, there was, there was, there was hardly any of that guy screaming in her face. Like, what are you doing? It was right. more guys going, why? You know, which I thought was so, so like interesting and like, it's way more human anyway. But like, and I loved the, 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 the fight scenes and all that jazz. So it was like, it's like, what a great complete action slash horror movie. But yes. in terms of the last thing I saw that really, um, I, th I thought was, um, was kind of amazing the, for, for what it was, was a movie called Deadstream that I watched on Shudder. I'm a big horror movie guy. And it was, it's just, it's a, it's like a, it's a, 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 a guy, I won't say deplatformed. I guess it was, he was a guy, he was a YouTuber. Okay. Who all he does is, 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 um, stuff that scares him, but he doesn't care about what, what he's like, what, you know, uh, damage it causes any of that stuff. He's just trying to get likes and trying to get subscriptions and stuff. And he gets, he gets, um, he, he gets his account locked and then they, then they let him out. And, but the whole thing is just him. You're watching his show yeah. and he's like, I'm going to lock myself into this haunted house and I'm very scared of this kind of thing, but you know, I'm going to, he has cameras set up all over the house and it's the way it's written, the way it's done is of course things start going horribly wrong. Right. It really is haunted by a really malevolent spirit. And so you'll see the, and, and people are watching it. So there'll be, there's a, like a part where he's like, he's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm less afraid. And then you'll see off to the side on the, on the stream, someone's like, holy shit, bottom floor closet and there's something in there moving and he yeah. doesn't know and he's still talking and it's going up the stairs you see the different cameras like you know and it's and then so he has to take on this this spirit and he's kind of the guy plays it as this this guy is so annoying and so you're i remember watching and going i was like i don't care what happens to this dude he's so <laughs> right. awful i hate him you know but it has all these really cool twists where he's discovering like symbols in the house or whatever and then someone will send a video and they're like look my grandmother uh, uh knows that writing and and click the video and then she'll be like you need to get out of the house that means la la la, la. you know shit like that and it's, oh my gosh so it, and it just keeps going and keeps going one of those things where i was just like i loved how they kept the momentum going and they never really ran out of ideas mm -hmm. even though it's just a straight up horror movie they really did it well like it was one yeah. of those and, it, and it's it's all this guy like at one point he has a uh, uh, this girl show up who this girl shows up with like a super fan and tries to help him and he doesn't want to let her and so there's another performer uh, an actor in the show but yeah, yeah I, I just watched because that's fresh in my brain so okay. I just watched that while I was uh, on the road this weekend and I was so knocked out by how how well they kind of took this low budget idea and and made it work yeah you know so i they i've there's there's other movies like that on shutter so i'm, I'm mm -hmm. I, I think i'll check that one out too because i love anything like you said low budget that can just that makes you focus on this one thing yeah that, and, the, and that person can bring you in because the script is you know is written in such a way where here are the scares here's this person uh and we're gonna we're gonna have a good playground for this uh it, exactly exactly i love that yeah. i love that type of stuff um well matt i think for now, I got everything I need. Great. Fantastic. Uh, uh, but I do want to say thank you for sitting down with me. I do appreciate this. Of course. This was Anytime. The best interview I've done all year. 
Uh, I've done a lot of interviews. Do you trust me? I got the I got the biggest interviews in the world. Oh, speaking of Donald Trump, Jesus, uh, I got I got the best interviews in the world. <laughs> um, but uh, congratulations on Doug. Congratulations on uh, the child, because I because before I did you had you did 2015. Oh yeah, close. I was nowhere near yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, not yeah. even close. Nope. Not even close. Nope. <laughs> uh, but unless the child was in gestation for uh, no, you know, thankfully sense. no, yeah. <laughs> <That long. laughs> But uh, yeah, this is uh, this has been fantastic, and uh, I'll get this out to you, you know, uh, as soon as I can. And, Great, uh, yeah, and I'll I'll put it everywhere. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me, Chad. I really appreciate All right, it. Cool. You have a wonderful rest of your week. You too, buddy. Take care. Bye.